it is 12.30 p.m., uh, August 1st, 2016. Uh, here we are at the People's Garden, uh, 12.37, 39, and 41 Broadway in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, and my name is Samantha Feldman. I'm an intern at Brooklyn Queens Land Trust, uh, and we are doing an interview for Our Gardens, Our Stories, which is a project with the Brooklyn Public Library. Uh, so today, if you could introduce yourself, please. My name is Hernan Pagan. I live right here on the block, at the end, at the end of the block, and I've been in this garden. We will be celebrating our 20th anniversary of me being here. But the garden has been here since 1978. That is wonderful. So how did you first get involved with the garden? When the garden was first created in 78, uh, uh, there's a gentleman, Mr. Cooper, and uh, a group of people from the neighborhood that's, that took over and worked on it. And then Mr. Cooper got old, like I'm getting old. <laughs> and in 1994, he abandoned the garden. So it was dead for about two years. And then one day, I was just walking by. Actually, I walked by every day, but there was no action. So I decided to climb an old wooden fence they had yet. So I climbed the fence, and I took the lock, broke the lock, put a new lock, and started to work. And this is why he had none of this stuff was here back then. You know, mm -hmm. the lounge area, the gazebo, the little casita over there, the bath, the, the port of nothing, the grass. It was a barren land mm -hmm. inhabited by thousands and thousands of rats. Okay. Which I had to, so that was my biggest challenge all the time was to get rid of all those thousands of rats. Well, I'm an ex licensed terminator. So that, you know, took me, it took me a, a few weeks to get rid of thousands of rats. You know, I remember one time I would put a plate of food for them, there'd be 10 of them eating at the same time. They would leave and 10 more would come. It was an infestation that you've never seen before. But now you come here, if you see one, take a picture of it because you're not gonna see many anymore. <laughs> uh, now they're guests, before they were invaders. And, and I've been here since November 9, 1996, is when I climbed the old fence. And then the people, uh, trust of public land, saw the place over here, and they, they bought it off from the city. The city was selling a lot of Major Giuliani, specifically, sold hundreds of these gardens to, to developers, to build uh, affordable housing that, that, that none of us can afford. So they ended up chasing everybody away. And what I remained, and I'm trying to convince other people not to leave here because there's a lot of stuff happening here that, that, that goes against the principles of what the people that used to live here before. Yeah. They brought a lot of new people to replace the old folks. Well so how how did the the old can you talk more about the old folks and the group and how it all sort of came together at first? Yeah the the old the old group they, they had a meeting and they organized and I wasn't part of it like I said before. And the Mr Cooper started taking care of this place. But Mr Cooper ran it like it was a private place and he would only come to clean and to pick up the whatever peaches were available and there was no activity except for the for the group that ran the garden. It was like more, more like a little private club. And then when, when I took over, I changed the mentality, the philosophy of the garden and now it stays open no matter what, who comes in, who goes out. And, and Mr. Cooper got too old to run it. That's how I, as a matter of fact, after Mr. Cooper, there was a guy who was, who was a 
was a villain. Thought real. He he took the kid from Mr. Cooper. He was here for about a year, and in the summertime he would go up to the climbing trees and pick up all the cherries and sell them at the fruit stands around here. That's that's and there were of course now anybody can climb the tree can can have as many cherries as they want. We don't we don't care about that. We're building friends here. We plant love. We plant friendship. We plant trust. That's all we plant here. The other green stuff, well, that's stuff we enjoy doing also. But the main, my main goal is to, to plant love and, and friendship and to bring people together. When I first started, people were not really together. Now you can come here on any given day and see everybody together. You know, the, trans, the transgender people and the white folks, as we call them around here, and the Latinos that live, and the black brothers and sisters that live here. In any given day, they're all here doing the same thing and enjoying life and getting to know each other. So this has become the cultural and musical center of, of Bushwick Avenue. We're very unknown to a lot of people, but those that come here, they spread the word and now we're getting very, very popular, which I didn't really want to do at the beginning. <laughs> I didn't want us to be so popular. I wanted us to be more cozy. But the cat is out of the bag. Mm -hmm. And now that we got a list of dates over there, and we're booked. We're booked for the rest of the summer, all the way to September. But in between booking shows and events, we leave weekends open for birthdays and showers and just for cookouts for the community to come and, and do their own thing. So, so it's really very, very well uh, populated from all, 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 the, all, the, all the people. We have people here from Europe. We have a guy from uh, New York University did a documentary. Hmm. If you call Hector, he can tell you where to go so you can see the documentary. He was from, I think he was uh, 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 Belgium. Ah. And he did it for the university and he was gonna show it in Belgium. And it, it was that matter, he came, he interviewed everybody that was here. And later on, if you call Hector, he will give you the website so you can see it for yourself. The interview that she was, he was talking to different people that come here mm -hmm. and so we are here so far so many. We planted a lot of trees, a lot of grass. There was no grass, there was no, there was only about eight, ten trees. Now we got over 80 trees here wow. and bushes. And we have the, the church over there. They bring the, ch the children almost every day. So the children can run around. I, used to, I, I took, uh, I went to school to be a teacher, but I reneged, I didn't want to be part of it. So I teach here for free when they come. I teach them how to solve problems, how to, how to, how, to, how to differentiate, how not to scream at each other. I teach them basically how to talk to each other. Because all they want to scream at each other. When they come here, first thing I want to teach you is how to talk to each other, how to respect each other. So at first they were wild. Now they come over here and they, they look, but I'm not here, they ask for me. And they run the bicycles and, and they know what to do. It's a, it's a lot of problems. Yeah. We, we had a, a, a fashion show from the women in the shelter. Hector could give you, could show you pictures of that. Mm -hmm. So the women got all the women in the shelter. They all got dressed up, and made up, and they came here and did a fashion show, which we recorded. So we're really involved with everybody. We have a church group that comes here. They will be here in September to give out school supplies for the children in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So we deal with churches. We deal with the shelter, we deal with everybody except we don't deal with with, with, with the local politicians because we want to stay clean and pristine. Mm -hmm. yeah.
So we 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 discourage involvement in local politics. I know that. encourage us to to talk to the local uh, uh, district leaders but but I, I have refused for 20 years mm -hmm. and anybody that comes in here will have to say that it's, it's been a good experiment because the garden is clean it's beautiful it's one of the most perhaps I'm, I'm gonna put my on the line now this is the most populated the most visited garden of all the 34 gardens in, in Brooklyn Queensland Trust and all the other ones in, 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 in green thumb. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is come anytime and you, and you see. Mm -hmm. And we can say something happening here. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Something happened. Music. We have music here from France. We got music from China. We got Italian music. Puerto Rican salsa. We have bachata. We have Tony Bennett. We have Ipia. We have uh, uh, soul music. We have Ready, Lee Brown, Michael Jackson. We have everything here for everybody. And if we don't have the kind of music you like to listen, you can bring us a CD and we will gladly include it into our selection of music. That's great. Okay. So you said you have a lot of musical events. You said you had a fashion show. Uh, what other sort of events do you have? Uh, we had a, for Easter, they organized egg hunting. So, so you know, they hide eggs all over the place. Mm -hmm. And both the women from the shelter and the children will be here looking, looking for the eggs. We had a, uh, a art show, and uh, they they would come in and teach the children how to how to color, you know. And if you walk through the garden, you will see a lot of rocks that are painted. That was done by a lot of kids that 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 that, that, that were here for that particular event. Mm -hmm. We also have uh, the music. It's music for everyone, and, and we cover every every kind of music too, from country to blues. As a matter of fact, Friday, Thursday, Thursday night. We had a, a blues, rock blues, country blues show with a, with a, a recording artist by the name of uh, Cotton, Tyrone Cotton. So if you ever want to check his music, you go online and you find Tyrone Cotton. Because he was here from Kentucky. Mm -hmm. He flew to do some paint shows and he took time out to come here and entertain us. And we're happy about that. We have some bands coming up pretty soon and we're going to have the, the garden big party celebration where they're going to hire a real good professional band mm. and they're going to be playing here and then we're going to have more karaoke and more salsa it's going to be an event for the ages mm. and we want everybody to look into the people's garden website which is the people's garden brooklyn and they will find all our events okay. but even if they're not there you go on any saturday it still be something happening because there are events that are local and we don't post those we strictly leave those uh, for the community to have their birthdays and weddings, whatever they want to do. That's great. Uh, can you describe sort of just um, going around the entire garden um, for people, because this is like an audio recording, we would love sort of a description, if you could sort of go around and describe all of the different parts of the garden and what is in it. Oh, well, well the, the thing I like the most is the entrance. I, took, I put a lot of energy into having a lot of flowers. So when people come in automatically, automatically, the first impression is that to be a, a, a good one because it's a beautiful thing when you come in. When I first came in, my main thing was to build a floor, a dance floor. Yeah. I remember when I used to go to the meeting and I would tell people, I'm gonna build a dance floor, they would, they would laugh at me. 
never heard of a dance floor in a community garden. But we have one, and it's huge, and you it, it can have a lot of couples dancing. And I also wanted a place where children can be active, not only planting, but physical. So we, I constructed, we actually constructed the, a bicycle path. So the kids, uh, we provide the bicycle, and the more experienced kids, they, they, they zoom right there. And the little ones, they come and they learn. They come in one summer, they're here for a month, and they're already riding the bikes. But, you know, they put the skills to work in the garden, and they fall down, they keep pick themselves up and continue. And when you walk in, if you, if you walk to the right, there, there are passages with, with that I made with those boxes, those are Coca-Cola boxes. Back before, they used to put 12 liter box in a, in a container, plastic mm -hmm. container. So now we use the plastic container. You see where she's walking? Yes. Those are the Coke box yes. containers. Mm -hmm. right? So they're all over the place because I wanted people to experience the garden in a complete 360 uh, uh, degree circle. Mm -hmm. So you can go all around this garden without stepping on anything green. Mm -hmm. uh, and yet you can admire and enjoy. We also wanted to attract bees because, and this is something I want everybody to know, because bees are, are, are being eliminated and it's, it's not an accident. Mm -hmm. I know it's not an accident. It's, it's being done deliberately. And I know this for a fact because when you buy a plant, a flower plant at Home Depot, that flower has a chemical in it that, is, that kills bees. Most people don't know about this. So they keep buying plants. Don't buy anything. <laughs> don't buy any plants at Home Depot that flower because you're helping to eliminate the bees. You don't have to believe me. You can do your own research, you see? I know that Lowe's had, had an advertising on TV and they were advertising uh, uh, chemical-free flowers. So when Lowe's is advertising, you know, mm. it tells you something about what Home Depot is doing to garden, the garden and the environment. Home Depot is not a friend of the environment when they're selling that type of seeds. You know, probably seeds made by Monsanto. People don't know Monsanto. Also, I teach people about Monsanto, about product foods. And, and going back to the garden, well, we have a porter party. And I, the main thing was to get people, to gather people together of all with the same interest, and everybody that comes here has the same interest. And when they come over here, I tell even the people that volunteer to work in this garden, I tell them, same thing. Like I would tell you, you come to this garden here. I'm not important. You're not important. The important is the place, mm -hmm. and what we're going to do for this place is going to determine how important you are to this garden. You see, because open space is a rarity, so we must cherish this place. We cherish this place and keep it, but do it because you love to keep it here, because you like to maintain it, but don't, you know, but if you have no interest in, 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 the, in the garden, in the soil itself, then it's not the place for you. But you can still come and enjoy the music, mm -hmm. and you can still have fun without, without lifting a finger. You know, you, there are ways to cooperate, some people don't do anything, but they will give me occasionally $20. Here, buy some gasoline. Oh, here, go back and pay on paint. So everybody here cooperates in one way or the other. And sometimes I have to defend the lazy ones because they are the ones that produce the most money. Mm -hmm. So well, he's not doing that. Yes, he is, he is. He just gave me 50 bucks. <laughs> you know, so that's his cooperation. Yes. You know, so everybody, the kids work, they help me. They, they help me clean the place up. They pick up garbage and they mostly play a lot. That's the idea. Mm -hmm. you know, so.
Yeah. And then we got the cherry trees, and we got plum trees, and we plant vegetables. And a lot of people. I'm looking for it. I'm looking. Actually, I am looking for for a hurry or for somebody a farmer, so I can give them a big space and turn it over to them so they could they could farm. But but let it be known. Whenever you farm, you can only take what you need that your family needs. The rest must be, must be distributed among members or neighbors or whoever you want to give it to. But there will be no selling of fresh vegetables or anything here. Mm -hmm. What else? So that was a, a good segue into um, you talked a little bit about the neighborhood mm -hmm. and different kinds of people being here. Yeah. Um, oh, watch this. Oops. It's okay. Um, so there's a lot of noise anyway, but uh, we're kind of wondering, you know, you've been here a while, you've seen the neighborhood change. How do you think uh, changes in the neighborhood and who lives here have affected the garden? Wow, well, the garden has been, was, a, was, was good then and, and it, it's better now, mm -hmm. you know because there's more, more cooperation. But there's a lot of resentment also in the neighborhood because of the gentrification situation. Mm -hmm. And because unfortunately, there's a lot of homophobia in this neighborhood also. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, uh, you know, I, 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 sometimes people look at me and they're not very happy with me because of the openness of the garden. So some people would like for the LBGT community not to come here at all. And they come to me, I don't go there because she got those people in there. <laughs> don't come. <laughs> oh, those, I don't go there because you allow women from the shelter to go there. They're ruining the neighborhood. Well, don't come in. The garden is the name of this garden was the was the Green Area Block Association Community Garden. That was the name. When I climbed that fence 20 years ago, first thing I do was to take off the name, <coughs> take it off, take it off the the community. And, and, and run it myself alone at the first uh, at the beginning and most of us changed the name and I named it the people's garden so when people come here telling me who to let in who not to let in I take them outside and I show them the name mm -hmm. it says the people's garden he's people he's welcome the only people that are not welcome here are politicians trying to do politics they can come here and they can enjoy the garden and they can bring their families and eat our food because the food here a lot of food that gets cooked here is given to anybody else here. Mm. But but no flyers, no no speeches, no no you're one of us or you're not one of us. And it sounds discriminatory. Yes it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have the right to discriminate, like anybody has the right to discriminate. You know, racism is one thing, discrimination is another. We all have Discriminatory behaviors in our life. You like something? Oh, you relate. That's it. That's the way politicians don't, you know, not helping the community. They have helped to destroy this community. This this neighborhood was, was there was no sidewalks over here. It was broken down, burnt houses. Sure, they fixed it on beautiful. They did not fix it for the people that were here. They had a campaign that took over 25 years. It started back in the late 60s. How to get rid of the people in this neighborhood so they can change it. And they are doing it. And they are doing it. And the sad, the, the sad part of it is that the new gentrifiers that are here would not be able to afford living. They're going to get rid of them too. Because this neighborhood is going to be an exclusive neighborhood. And I'm telling people, don't move. If you live in a stabilized building, they want to destabilize the building I'm in. So now we have meetings in this in this here garden 
to address that issue. You know? So anybody that's in the place, don't go. Don't go nowhere, because there's no place to go. Mm -hmm. Affordable housing. I pay, I've been living in my in an apartment for about 35 years. Mm -hmm. I paid about 700 a chain for two private bed, bedrooms and kitchen and a nice, nice apartment. But they never fix anything because I, they have fixed everything else in the apartment, but, but not mine, because I'm the old rest. So that's the attitude of them. Get rid of everybody and bring in the new that will produce more fun. It's not about money. It's not about, it's not about, about people. Mm -hmm. And I went through hardship because that house was not there when I first started. That was an empty lot. And on the other side was a house full of rowdy kids that used to throw rocks at me. When I was working here, they'd be out the window throwing rocks at me. So I, I had to work here with a helmet. Oh my God. Yeah, it took about, about one summer. And the following summer, they were all here playing. The ones who were throwing rocks at me were here running around playing and enjoying life as every child. So I, they, 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 they didn't, they, they didn't, uh, they didn't scare me or anything like that. As a matter of fact, I have an interesting story. One time I had a party here, a lot of children, and the kids from over there, the rowdy ones, you know, they, 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 they were doing their thing. So one kid had a brand new bicycle and left it over there. And this kid, one summer, man, were hood, 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 yeah, real. You know, kids with a lot of trouble. I won't call it hooded. Kids with a lot of emotional, mental problems. You know, mm -hmm. brought on by by the system, I suppose. So they stole a brand new bike. So I go to one of the guys and say, "Look, man, I'm nice to you guys. You always come here. I've never denied you entrance. You know, people give you a hard time, and and, and this happens now. And, you know, you you disrespect me. I'm your friend. You know, and I never turn my back on you. So the guy at the time I had a, 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 a suburban. I said, come here, come with me. So I put on my Suburban, I drove with him a few blocks down, and in one block, he told me, stop here, I'll be back. So I stopped, and he, he went, it took about 10 minutes, he came back with a new bicycle that has stolen, and gave it back. Mm. That's a good story. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's great. Well, that's definitely a good story. I have people here, as a matter of fact, I'm not supposed to say this, but, but, but I, don't, I don't hold that with punch. I had a guy, a homeless man, that lived here for two years. Wow. Survived the winter. I would help him go buy uh, uh, propane gas, and I and I got a stove, one of the kitchen stove, and that's how he kept warm. That's how he heated his water, and and now he lives in one of those uh, housing for, you know, for for people who have the place. He's doing well. I go visit him every two weeks. I go visit him, bring him food, mm -hmm. and he's doing fine. He's a schizophrenic, mm -hmm. yeah. And I learned a lot about schizophrenia from him. Mm -hmm. I can tell you a lot about schizophrenia that I didn't even know by reading books. And I lived with this man for about two years, wow. yeah. That's amazing. He is doing well now. <laughs> yeah, he's doing well now. That's good. I I actually wanted to ask you, you know, what are some of the challenges you faced here? And what are some of the rewards? And that's very related. Yes, yes, yes. The challenge, the first challenge was to clean this place up. Besides the rat, it was infested with thousands and thousands of crack bottles. Mm. Because at the time, crack was a very popular, you could buy crack here in any store. Wow. You know, you go to a video store, it was not a video store, it was a crack house. Open, right on Broadway. You know, and you buy your, they would come and throw the little bottles. So I had to get rid of that, and, and I had to burn, because it was so much garbage, I couldn't put it bad. So I burnt it. I, I, I got 255-gallon drums, and I burnt this thing. Everything was burnt. The community 
that bothered me too much. The fire department never came. So I So I burned all the light burning out of garbage. Once that was done this year, area, you see the blue? Yes. From the ground, it is about six inches deep. To that there, there was all nothing but garbage. There's a, a blue part of well, that the blue part, yeah, that small, blue. I'm just describing for the oh, people listening, is that there, we're sitting inside of a small, like, little building um, on the side wall of the garden, and it's it's pretty long. It's like almost 20, how many feet do you think long this is? This um, little sh- it's like a shack, but it's, it's very nice painted inside. There's art One, in two, here, three, but um, there's a about blue, 40 feet, 40 feet. Okay. Long. And there's, and maybe like five feet wide, six, maybe. It's, uh, um, it's about six, uh, six, six and a half feet. Yeah. And there's a blue, uh, blue section on the very bottom of the wall and it's about I want to say a foot a foot and a half so he's saying that there was about a foot and a half of garbage deep in this garden you, you know I, I couldn't get rid of it I had no bag I so had no help it. I burnt it I burnt everything mm-hmm. and sometimes I had a fire like 10 feet high the flame would go mm-hmm. one time the firemen came they did come because firemen I learned if you don't call them they won't show up mm-hmm. Now people will call. Mm-hmm. And, and what do you think? He asked me, what do you think the, the neighborhood? What about the neighborhood? He asked me. Chief, isn't it a shame that they're not here helping me? I kind of segue into another question rather than answer <laughs> his question. He said, you gotta put it out. So I, I put the fire out. They were gone and I put it back on. Mm-hmm. And I did this. Look, sometimes you gotta take drastic measures. You know, I don't, I don't say that the ends justifies the means, but sometimes it does, you know, sometimes it, it really does. And this is a good example. All the crazy things I did here, poison all over the place to get rid of those rats. Mm-hmm. And, and then the, they built a new sidewalk that was built by the Trust for Public Land. Oh. And there was no sidewalk here. And that was an abandoned building. Children would go up in that abandoned building and, and, and throw the baby pigeons out the window. <laughs> Come back and see sick dead pigeons. Them. It was he was unruly. Like, they threw baby pigeons out the window. Yeah, these kids were rowdy, unruly. I got pictures of. Uh, I should have had. I should have took some of those pictures and saved them. Oh. And you you would see pigeons, baby pigeons flying out the windows. Maybe you can show me in like two minutes. Okay, we can just finish finish this up, Bye. and then you can show me. Okay, I have I have one more question, which is for the last minute or so, um, and then you can show me pictures, is it for the future, because hopefully the people listening to this will, will be future people, is, um, you know, for future people who come to this garden or who um, wind up maybe eventually taking over or something, what advice um, or comment or anything really would you want to say to them? For anyone that wants to come here, I think they should follow what we have established simply because it works. You know, an underground economy works, allowing everybody to come in here without without uh, 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 limitation, it works. Sometimes we have private parties here, but the garden is still open to the public. And we have a section, in that part of the party, we have a section. Yesterday, 
Was it yesterday? Yes. I mean, we had two birthdays going at the same time. One in one session, but only one music. The guy, the, the person that comes first has the priority of what music they're going to play. If, if there's a party here and somebody else wants to do something, they can. But the music is already set. They have to go by, by the first group chose. Just be fair. Be fair and be honest to everybody. And be tolerant. Most of them be tolerant. Everybody has something nice to give. And sometimes the most hardened criminal is dying to give something. He can't find no one to give it to. Because all he finds is dejection. All he finds is hate. His, his path will follow him wherever he goes. You know, sometimes he's looking for a, to give a lot of love, but nobody's there to receive his love because he's already been classified as, you know, evil or whatever it is. No, everybody has a chance for you. Everyone. We, you know, and I've been pleasantly surprised by those. Sometimes when they come over here, the group members are, are, are get a little tight. So you gotta give the person a chance. You see what they, and it's, it's, been, it's been good. And those who are not happy with the way we run it, they either conform to what we got here or they never come back. But in all these years, there have never been a problem. Sure, we might have a discussion, some guys might not, that happens anyway. You know, people disagree, yeah? And keep what we have here, because because what we have here, it's, 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 it's good, and it, it brings people together. And we need to get together because we can't be fighting the gentrifiers, you know? The gentrifiers can be invading our space. Mm-hmm. We got to work together as a group. We live here. This is a group. And in this garden, the most important thing is not me, it's a group. Mm-hmm. When I go to Puerto Rico for five weeks, who's going to be in charge right now? You don't need no one in charge. The group is in charge. You all know what to do. It's the group. We want to encourage the group. Not a particular, I'm just a symbol. Mm-hmm. Because of the years I've been here, all the stuff I have gone through, you know, I almost got arrested one time over here. Mm-hmm. When they were doing Carlitos' way, they wanted me to move from the fence and I refused. Mm-hmm. So, they threatened to arrest me. Are you going to arrest me in front of hundreds of people here when I haven't done anything? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to beat me up in front of all these witnesses? So they gave up on me until one, one of the garden members came and pulled me away. <coughs> And calm me down, but I am going to wait. I'm going to arrest her on Carlito's way. But what the last Nothing to lose. <laughs> uh, look at the garden. The garden was never like this. Yeah. Yeah. And you come here weeks at a time and I see a rat. And now, like I said, we're trying to attract bees. Bees mm-hmm. is the main goal of this. Well, my goal is to attract as many bees. We don't allow nobody to kill any animal here, you know. The rats, like we all know about rats. Mm-hmm. So we want to do is limit their participation here, not, not eliminate it. And people come here sometimes on a rainy day, they are flying. Oh, there's too many flies in the garden. They live here. <laughs> this is their home. What do you want to take them home with you? You don't want to be here. So that's an answer for everything, a nice answer for everything. Yeah. So you don't have to work with love. It doesn't work with love and pressure. It's not going to work. It's not going to function. That's a very good note to end on, I think. Love and friendship. The only way. So, the only way. Yeah, it's the only way. We're a multicultural society, and that's what identifies the nation. You know, the many participation. There is, right now, nobody's running for anything here. We don't have, oh, this is the most amazing. We don't have a board. And we don't have bylaws. Thank you.
members. We've got about 20 people that have keys, mm -hmm. but we don't have garden members per se. We got people with keys and people don't have keys. Mm -hmm. And the condition is, out of the 20 people, whoever comes in here, usually, at any given moment, to be at the garden, you have to leave the gate open. If not, you have to turn your key back. If you're here alone, you leave it open. You know, and that's how the garden is always open. There's about 20 keys out there. Most gardens don't, only a few people have keys. So if those two or three people that have keys are not there, the garden's closed for the entire week. It don't happen here. Yeah, it doesn't happen. There's always someone here. And when I leave, Hector will be coming back later on. About 2 o'clock. Yeah. Keep it open and bother as many people and don't underestimate nobody. The person you're underestimating might be the best gardener you ever met. You know, he might walk around with a with a, with a, with a, with a pint of wine in his back pocket. I don't care. I care about his talent. What he does with his personal life is his business. Ah, ah, ah. Maybe tsunami wants oh. ice cream. Rules and regulations. Uh, what is the rule? Here, no fighting. Currency, mm -hmm. keep it low. Mm -hmm. Everybody says, motherfucker, fuck you. Everybody does that. Mm -hmm. Yo, keep it low. Don't know that everybody. The, the church, when the church comes here, they do their party, no preaching. They can have their prayers, but they cannot put the loudspeakers and talk to the people out on the street. No, none of that stuff. You come here, you enjoy the garden, say your prayer, stay here with your congregation, and enjoy the place. But don't come, don't come recruiting new members for your church. This is not, this is not the, the ground for that kind of work. Mm -hmm. So basically, come and enjoy the place. Yeah. Feel free. You know, you want to have a beer? We allow you to have a beer. We we we're not. We're not religiously. I'm not religiously motivated anyway. Mm -hmm. So. But I do respect all religions. Oh, I'm an atheist. Mm -hmm. So I believe in people. Mm -hmm. and I don't believe in mysteries. I, I don't believe in, in miracles. Nah. Some people say this is a miracle. They say to go, but there's no miracles. It's a lot of work. It's people. I started alone. When I climbed that fence, it was alone. I was alone here for a month. Cleaning, cleaning this place up a lot. Wow. And there was a garbage I couldn't burn. I would put it in little bags. Little plastic bags and put them in front of people's houses. Ah. <laughs> to so, get it done. Got it done. You know, Twelve bags. Garbage yeah. would take it. The department would take it. Mm -hmm. and, and the rest I would burn. Yeah. Now we got the chickens and the exotic uh, uh, pigeons over there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of parties coming. In the wintertime, the kids come here. We open in the winter. Only garden. Mm -hmm. Open in the winter. That's and great. Kids come here, they build snowmen, they oh. they fight. Snow so snowball fights. And so we are active. The Christmas lights will illuminate this place. You wait come back in Christmas, you can see where it's lit up. The Christmas the pine tree all the way up there. And this week I went and got more more lights. And more for, for, so it will be not bad for an atheist, huh? Celebrating <laughs> Christmas. Well, just because I'm an atheist doesn't mean other people don't like. And I enjoy it. I've loved Catholic for many years. So it brings good memories. Yeah. You know, and, and I enjoy those. My childhood. That's great. And I relive it with, with the people that come here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's. that's yeah. We had a we had revolutionary group here too. Singing it. What was that name? I'm trying to. <laughs> ah, it's a movement. It's a good movement. 
That's good. Unfortunately, I think we're running a little over. Oh! And I probably have to stop everything. Oh, yeah, okay, you can ask your own this, I, I would love to continue the conversation. Um, you got another garden to go. But we have some... It's it's really just that this for this project it's about a half hour and we're ah. we're a little over but it was a, a wonderful wonderful thing to listen to so thank you so much for your participation come down come down on weekends <laughs> come down I'm on sure weekends we'll have lots of people yes yes, yes. all right and don't miss the big party oh, exactly. all right let me up. let me stop the recording. <laughs> <laughs>